Hello, my lovelies. I'm Jay at Corona Insight, and these are going to be your Capricorn season messages for Aries. Aries, the first card out, you'll see what it is when I start reading it, but I've already experienced some of that energy in trying to record your reading because I started recording. So, obviously, I shuffle the cards first, right? And then I start recording me talking like this. They happen right after each other. So, I was shuffling, you know. I shuffle the cards and when I shuffle I put the mic on mute obviously so I forgot to take it off mute and so I was recording your reading and talking for six about six minutes and 54 seconds and so nearly seven minutes I recorded for don't worry all that will happen is you'll see the runes been moved and one of the cards might have been moved because I was only reading the oracle cards but that is coyote energy that I just experienced in recording your reading that is the sacred trickster. It's that Hayoka energy. So this bloody, you can't make this shit up really. But anyway, yes, I'm going to begin with the coyote. And let's start reading that. So you'll, you'll hear me read the essence, the invitation and the medicine. So the essence, it says the coyote is the symbol of the sacred trickster. The one who provides detours for growth and understanding by ensuring that things don't go as planned. The coyote brings the energy of divine deception to set you free from the shackles of that which don't serve you. Sometimes it appears that you will get everything you want only to find the coyote br brings you the opposite of what you hoped for. The lessons offered by coyote may at first appear confusing, but they are most sacred and always for your highest good. Um, one th one of the things I will say, and I did say this a, a, a about seven minutes ago when I recorded this, that I have seen this energy at play. Those of you that are on the Discord server, you know, at least one of the members of that Discord community about a year ago, they had a lot of this coyote energy, this low-key trickster energy coming up for them. And it's been, it's a gift to for other people to share their journeys and where they've been. Um, so you can see these energies at play and how they, you know, how they enrich people's lives or what goes on with them. So, you know, I will forever think of that person. I don't think they have anything in Aries, if I'm completely honest. Um, but you did get deaf in the... Oh, I won't spoil it. I was going to start telling you the cards. You'll see it anyway. Look at the card in the future. Um, but let me read the rest of this. So the invitation. If Coyote calls to you, this is a time to pay special attention to detours and disappointment as they are true tests tests of faith. Now, a true test of faith. The card that flew out while I was shuffling was the High Priest, which is the Hierophant, which is the card of faith. So that makes a lot of sense that that would um, show up for you guys. Let's see. It says, you have set your intentions and turned them over to the Great Spirit. Yet you may find yourself, you're going to see that rune move in a moment. Yeah, there you go. See, because I'd moved it. I didn't want it to cover the coyote's eye. Anyway, here. You've set your intention and turned them over to the great to the great spirit. Yet you may find yourself lost and confused when it appears you're being led off course. Off the off the path leading to your most cherished dreams and desires. Remember the coyote is a sacred trickster and may be leading you into challenges to ensure that you are ready to handle what you've set in motion. Great growth and understanding come to you when Coyote calls your name. And if you guys are feeling this trickster energy, come and tell us about it on the Discord server. There's a link in the Discord. You'll hear me talk about it in the, in the outro anyway. But 
especially specifically for you because there are people there's at least one person who's really familiar with this energy and i'm sure they would be more than happy to kind of engage with you and explore this energy with you so if you want you know um not that you know any of our, all of us exp experience the same energy in the same way but it is cool to share with people who understand it right okay so I mean, think about this. If someone's not aware of this kind of trickster coyote energy, what they might say to you if when you describe it is that you're being punished, you did something wrong, it's not the way forward. And it's like, no, it's exactly the way forward. It's just a detour. You know, you could be headed, if I was driving from London to, I don't know, Oxford, right? If I was driving to London to Oxford and I'm going in the right direction, but there's a detour. That's not punishment. That's not a whatever. And who knows what I could find on the detour. So let's um, read the medicine. The medicine says, are you being seduced by what you think you desire? Could it be that you, the more superficial, sparkly, shiny aspects of your ambition led you, led you in this moment? Perhaps you feel that in order to get what you desire, you have to compromise yourself, control others or manipulate situations to ensure your goal is met. Coyote howls in the shadows to remind you that this may be a lesson too painful to learn. Beware the shallow waters right now. Something or someone might pretend to be deep, but that doesn't make them so. No matter how seductive their superficial traits and how beautiful or sparkly they appear, all that glitters there will not turn up gold. No matter how many wishes you may wishes you make to change that. Now, interesting that it talks about wishes. Because in the past, you have the nine of cup, right? The wish card. And then you have the start. And at the nine of cups in the start, they have very much this same similar energy um, of what of what we wish for. It's a wish fulfillment, what we are guided by, the vision of the future, all of this. Um, it's fascinating, really. Because the ten of swords and the two of swords would show that there has been some disruption to that. And temperance then would tie in with pleasure. But let me read you pleasure which is quite a spectacularly magical looking card. I do love that. So it was reading pleasure when I realised that I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't turned the mic on. All right, pleasure, luscious meadow. Meadows are usually open, sunny places where flora and fauna thrive and flourish. They are havens as the trees surrounding the meadows offer protection and shade for the grassy area. Tradi traditionally, they are associated with openness, gentle calm and relaxation. They are places where the weary traveller can stop and rest to renew his spirit. A meadow is a place where people as well as animals gather to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Sacred, the sacred landscape wants you to know, savour your life, each and every part of it. Take pleasure in slowing down and experiencing each of your senses. Taste your food with full gusto. Inhale the sense of the world around you. Enjoy the colours and textures of your life. This is truly a stop and smell the roses card. Embrace your sensuality. Now that's the other fascinating thing. So the high priest from this deck, which is the Hierophant, that flew out when I was shuffling, is not just associated with faith. It's connected to Taurus. And Taurus is about sensual pleasures. So consider that, especially if you've got something going on with your career or making money or something like that. Um, I think sometimes we have to remember why we're doing something, 
right? What we hope to get out of life and not, and not to forget that because we can get very kind of goal oriented, like when I achieve this, then that will happen. And in that sense, then Coyote is a great reminder to say, hey, come on, that, you know, there are good things in life now. It's not just when that happens and things will be good. And why I think it's important to remember that is with, especially with pleasure coming up and it, it grounds us in the present moment at what's going on right now. Why am I doing this? Otherwise it's just frustration and we put our happiness or wishes or desires in the future rather than experiencing them full now. And then will we enjoy them when we get them? Probably not, right? Because we have been so focused on achieving something. Let me read you the rest. So move in a languid way. Let pleasure be your password into every intimate part of your life. Allow your life to be less about being productive and more about enjoying each moment with verve. I love that word. And a radiant energy will flow through you in all directions of your life. So even when we've got like a perfect dream or a perfect vision of the future or a goal or something that we feel like we're destined to achieve. Um, I think it's that it's the it's to bring us back to now, like living now, you know, that a star is a card for Aquarius, your 11th house. That'll be next season. So if you the the kind of wavy lines of aquarius is is from now that we put put into the future it's not about just the future it's the understanding that the future that we can see it's created from this present moment and so even those um feelings or you know the 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 moments of pleasure right now they're important because we send those into the future as well uh, in in our energy so I do wonder with coyote coming up and pleasure coming up, if you could have had the best, it's like the best laid plan and now something's come up. And so before you make a decision, before you decide what you want to be doing with that, just take a moment, take a deep breath, you know, just connect to where you are and what pleasure you can find in the moment and then make your decision if there's one to be made. Now, I love this and I almost knew this rune was going to come up for you because you guys got manas and manas is the rune of the self it's a very kind of aries rune the self which is what aries is right and your advice you guys got you as well you got the queen of wands so i'll read you manas it says the starting point is the self its essence is water only clarity i know I'm, i know it says that and i'm saying it's aries but trust me it feels the self it's very aries it's the first rune and you guys are the first sign only clarity, willingness to change is effective now. A correct relationship to yourself is primary for from, for from it flow all possible right relationships with others and with the divine. Remain modest. This is the oracle's counsel, regardless of how great may be your merit. Be yielding, devoted and moderate, for then you have a true direction for your life. Be in the world, but not of it. And yet do not be closed, narrow or judging. Rather, remain receptive to impulses flowing from the divine within and without. Strive to live the ordinary life in a non-ordinary way. Remember at all times what is coming to be and passing away and focus on that which abides. Nothing less is called for from you now. This is a time of major growth and rectification and as a rule, rectification must come before progress. 
The field is tilled before the seed is planted, the garden is weeded before the flower blooms, and the self must know stillness before it can discover its true song. And I think that's what this is pointing to, especially if you've got a plan or a vision or something that you desire. Let me say that again. The self must know stillness before it can discover its true song. Now is not a time to seek credit for accomplishments or to focus on results, exactly. Instead, be content to do your task for the task's own sake. Herein lies the secret of experiencing a true present. This is a big thing. I mean, especially you've got a full moon in your fourth house, right? Um, and then what, Aries, no, Aries, Capricorn is your your 10th house. So just take this moment, you know, I don't mean the whole season, but if you get little detours, enjoy them. It it you know, it might be the the thing of the car breaks down by the side of the road, but there's this lovely little park that you haven't visited. So while you're waiting for the tow truck to show up, you go and check out the park. Like, you know, those moments where, where it'd be very easy to sit there frustrated and say, oh God, I'm going to miss the meeting now or whatever's going to happen. But it's like, well, I can't do anything about it. This is where I am. Um... If you take the rune of the self and cut it down the middle, you will see the rune for joy with its mirror image. There is here a subtle caution against carelessness. The self is required to balance the self. Nothing in excess was the second phrase written over the gateway to the temple at Delphi. The first counsel was know thyself. So know thyself, first one. Second phrase was nothing in excess. So don't even know yourself to excess, I will say. With these words, the alphabet of the runes begins. Reversed. If you feel blocked, Manaz urges you to begin by being clear with yourself. Do not turn to others now, but look inside in silence for the enemy of your progress. No matter what area of your life is in disarray, stop and consider. You will recognise the outer en an enemy as but a reflection of what you have not until now been willing, been able or willing to recognise as coming from within. Above all, do not give yourself ears. Breaking the momentum of past habits is the challenge here. In the life of spirit, you are always at the beginning. I mean, you guys will always be at the beginning because you're Aries. I don't mean in your life, but just in general. You you guys are the vanguard, right? Um, there was something else I wanted to say around this. So we get the kind of gist of all of this. And, you know, I mean, even with the Queen of Wands, it, it's, it's you guys that comes up here. Now, there's, this, this is a reading that is about desires. And it's interesting because I was commenting on this um, elsewhere on the on the Discord server. Actually, I was talking about this because somebody was talking about a card and whatever, and about pain. I can't even speak about pain. So that's ten of swords, pain, right? And I want to say this with you because you got death here. What is the sign of desire? You know. Um, I mean, yes, some some will say it's Leo, right? But Leo is the expression of the self. I think it's more Scorpio. And it takes real guts to desire anything. So remember, um, which one was it? Was it the coyote? Was The medicine was talking about desiring something. And we can get lost in the desire of it. Now, even if we can see it clearly, we can see a vision, we know where we're going, whatever it is that we desire. To act on that desire, it's a great act of courage. It takes a lot to do it. Why is that? 
because ultimately when we desire something true desire like that deep desire uh, not not the kind of ego push of well if i get this then i'll be desirable right or whatever but it's that we really like we're drawn to it that magnetic pull that's what the queen of wands is right that magnetism that comes up it is frightening or at least i you know i think it should be frightening why because we are about to be transformed through the flames of fire and you know you desire an adventure you know that adventure is going to change you you admire uh, admire you um desire a, a relationship then you are going to be transformed through that relationship whether it's the beginning romance whether it's you know the, the time spent together whether it's the ultimate loss when one of you leaves that relationship you know it will transform you so whenever we desire what we are really saying is i would die for you now that gets turned into something very literal and it is it not with scorpio it means i am willing to be transformed for you now that doesn't mean i'm about to change who i am to be what you need me to be so i'm going to deny myself um i'm going to deny myself just so you can hire me just so you can do whatever now that's not what it's the fullest acceptance of who you are which is why i think that pleasure comes up and the sensual pleasure to know like oh i love this this smells good this sounds good like you know that that very much in yourself that understanding of who you are what it means to be you so then when you know who you are know thyself and then you desire something you know it's a match it's a you know it's not that thing. It's not having that thing that's going to change you. It's how you show up for it. It's experiencing it. It's all of those things that that changes you. So just consider that for a moment. I think that is that's your actual message from this reading, is that? But we'll get clarifiers and stuff and go forward. So past, we have the nine of cups. This could be I just want to say this as well don't always want to make it sound like people don't get what they want because i know for a fact that we can get what we want right and we can reach this kind of place of oh my god like you know i'm i feel really grateful and really good where i am but nine of cups and star could be that someone who you know who who got what they wanted who got the wish but it wasn't as fulfilling as one would have hoped right so we got the four of cups that comes up with the nine of cups and that's the four of cups says to me it's a place where we get stuck in an emotion right i always call it the legionnaire's disease card because that why do i say that because it's stagnant water it's water that's just stopped and that's what the four of cups is it's when we feel stuck we feel um this apathy boredom but the problem with the four of cups is they're always looking outside of themselves to the three cups. So that doesn't make me happy anymore. I don't want any of those options. I don't know what to do. We were stuck in a rut with the four of cups. But here with the nine of cups coming up, it's almost either the desire is what we're stuck in. Like we know what we want, but we don't have a clue of how to shift or move or to get out of the rut to go realize the dream or the feeling or we're we've got so much you know the the rut is so deep that no it's not even that it, it's more that you know the actual desiring of the thing is the right itself like we can't see any other option that's the only thing that we think would make us happy and so 
and until we can get that thing so you know it's like deciding that my ex is the only person that can ever make me happy and so we just get stuck there now this is more going to be around your inner feelings like four of cups comes up obviously it's a cancer card it's actually moon in cancer so i would think back to like six months ago or a year ago the last time we had um lunar um events at that time it was full moon in, no it was full moon in capricorn new moon in cancer so think back six months or it may not be six months it might be the last year for you i, I know a lot of these are, are for a year i think about how you've either been stuck on a wish or desire or something or that your heart's desire you've just been stuck you've not known what to do or what to pick or which direction to go in or you know you can see it but you don't know how to move towards it from where you are i know they both sound the same but just kind of think about that for a moment one is the actual wish itself is is what you're stuck on the other is that you're stuck in this rut and you don't know how to move in that direction and the whole moving in that that direction is what the star shows right now the star is the vision it's hope it's healing and i'm gonna say this some of you maybe it was put on pause or you haven't been able to do this you've been stuck because there was some great loss or you've hit rock bottom in that time but if you think about it the dream or the wish has grown for some of you nine of cups to the star we're going to major arcana or now you see something a bit more you were dreaming small here right the wish was too small here this is like oh my god it's like you know written in this in this it's written in the stars this is much bigger this is something that i'm moving towards six of swords they're both aquarius cards by the way let's have a look at what that ten of swords is saying that's the one that intrigues me yeah i really feel like some of you have experienced a loss of some kind um now think about that that can happen because you know you were all guns are blazing moving ahead um but something happened you know things happen in our lives so it could have been that and you needed to pause to let that sink in for others of you i just want to say this because that's stuck right we've got the four of cups here who that gets stuck in a rut and the five of cups which is regret loss missed opportunity so that could be a feeling that we've got but with the ten of swords and the five of cups which there is a sense of loss in that the six of swords is now about moving forward moving away from this and the dream just got bigger the wish just got bigger it didn't get smaller it got bigger and why is that because who you were could only go in a certain direction and at a certain pace towards this and so who you are now can go, go for the bigger dream can go for this greater you know the star is a whole vision of the future of that you're creating from where you are right now but here's that pause i'd never know how to say this because it's there's too many bloody consonants but ferilt i guess um it's temperance this is the temperance card temperance is sagittarius and um, um what this card says is like you know pause for a second take stock of your life take i mean that's this is bloody pleasure right this is pleasure pause for a moment take stock of your life because we can become so focused on losses and where we want to go and you know all of these dreams and stuff and this is hey let's just pause for a second and maybe this is the the cancer full moon for you that's in your fourth house and this is where in smelling everything you you realize you know 
all of your experiences come up around this and you can have a look she's she's putting together this little potion a cauldron is right in front of her and this takes all the knowledge that you gained all the experiences that you gain and you you create something new with that that's it's an alchemical process in and of itself and it shows you that there's another way this can come about it doesn't have to just come about in one way there is a different way the coyotes way right so if there is a detour that's come about or something just be with it guys just stay with it be with it and see where it takes you because it could be what's that what's his name bob ross what did he used to say when he used to um a happy accident you know when he used to mess up his painting or something that that's what it feels like although not at first five of pentacles Oh god three cups six pentacles all right so i like this if you have a look you've got the four of cups to the five of cups you have here well you have the three four and five of cups so three of cups is what it's support it's emotional support um but you've got the five and the six so this is like in the, we're mid we're in the middle of this kind of cycle Five of Pentacles is rejection, it's struggle, it's lack. So think about what this shows. Five of Pentacles shows us where we are physically, practically, earthway, lacking. We don't have enough money. We don't have the support. Uh, we're struggling with our, with our resources, time. That's time, effort, energy, whatever we are putting towards something. So Three of Cups says there's this help available. Even the Five of Pentacles says to ask for help. When you're in that situation you must ask for help right um now here's let me just roll that ask for help back a bit because of manners this does not mean compromising yourself and i don't know if there's someone around you that's needed your help so you put your dreams on hold to help someone else i mean it could be that but five of pentacles six of pentacles means whether you're receiving help or whether you're giving help right it's not a selfless act I want to be clear on that in that you get something out of doing it or they get something out of doing it I and i don't mean i scratch your back you scratch mine that you know that i'm going to make some money out of it it's, it's not even that's it it's the act itself like i feel good doing this i feel good doing this so there's there is support that comes up here the notion of support and the other thing with the five of pentacles usually it's that cathedral right and they're walking past the cathedral why do not do they not go in if someone's going to help you they help you as in the six of pentacles the act itself is the point like doing it there's no strings attached you're not going to keep receipts you're not going to throw it in the person's face um six months down the road there are no strings attached i um i have a couple of friends and one of them has been struggling financially and the other friend said i could i could give you money like i'd give it but and it's and then i stopped her right there but well, she was going to say well don't do this and don't do that and i said to her, if you're going to give her the money then you have to just give it to her that's what you that's up to her you have to trust her to do something with it um if you're going to give it and say but you can't spend it on this and you can't spend it on that well don't give it then that's strings attached because then you're going to like watching everything that she does and then she's going to have to hide certain purchases that she's making if she's going to do it um so consider that consider the act and you know sometimes 
hey you know imagine there's an addict or someone and they ask you for money and you say i'll give it to you but you can't spend it on your addiction is that going to happen you know that's a bit of a gray area but then the three of cups says and the temperance says that's not the only way to support someone then right that's the whole point of temperance coming up there it may be that hey look i will i'll pay your mortgage this month or i'll go do the grocery shopping and bring it round like do you see what i mean that there are other ways to support them now consider that in your own situation in the support that you need and consider that in whether someone needs your support or wants your support now in terms of pleasure if you're if you know with that five of pentacles there you're like i don't have time to stop and smell the roses or i can't afford to stop and smell the roses then again temperance says there's another way to do this right there's not this is not just the one way to do it um that's really important that's really important because it speaks to how you go about temperance is about moderation it's about harmony it's peace it brings us peace to know that there's another way we can create something new out of this but we don't know and i think i'm going to keep saying it's a happy accident it feels like a happy accident now what is revealed through all of this and you know it's quite the story coming out here nine of cups start amazing but then you've got four of cups five of cups five of pentacles like these are difficult cards difficult energies ten of swords and even though you want to move forward the six of swords is it's more about getting away from something than going towards something else even the six of swords because the six of swords person doesn't know where they're going it's like i don't know where i'm going but i know i'm not going back so the two of swords is a conflict now have a look here if we're going by that six of swords i don't know where i'm going you can see this i love this two of swords um because she yes she's blindfolded she's um got the two swords in front of her and she has the two paths and which one does she take it's not like the paths give her any kind of an answer and she won't know which path is the right one for her until she starts walking down one of them right so this is you know the 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 two of so this moon in libra so you got you got moon in cancer here you got moon in libra coming up here um both moon cards which this is about your own intuition and your own instinct there may not be a clear decisive objective yes this is the right thing for you to do but it is about trusting yourself to go in whichever direction if you think about that the four of cups says that with you must look in your own cup to see what it says and in the two of swords it's you need to pull your blindfold off and pick one and go down one but you can only do that by making the choice first and that could be in a conflict that could be a conflict conflict with another and that's a detour as well and i love this because it's it's she can't keep going straight like there's two paths they kind of veer off page of swords so we want beginners mindset and there's two it's okay to not have all the answers it's okay to not know exactly how you're going to do this then we have the beginner's mindset, the one that's going to learn and have more context and get more information as they go down the path. Ten of Cups. Is this the Knight of Pentacles? Yeah, it's going to be the Knight of Pentacles. One step at a time. One step at a time. We we pick one. And we can only... I mean, the ten, what's the Ten of Cups? If you've had the Nine of Cups here, which is what you're grateful for, what you wish for, your heart's desire 
the ten of cups is about sharing that spreading that going based on that like you hold that in your heart as you go forward you don't know how to express it fully you don't know how to share it fully you don't even know like which choices to really make but you can only go one step at a time knight of pentacles so this is slow going i understand that but how you feel and, and knowing how this the feeling associated with the, the wish or the dream or the desire that is the key part of this now have a look at this you've got death in in the future which is transformation as you walk down that path whichever path you pick right whichever one you go down whatever the the decision is that you make here there is a transformation that comes from it with that death card and isn't that i mean what do we mean by transformation not before your situation can transform before your options can transform right we transform because we start seeing the world differently we start engaging with the world differently we start having a different understanding of what our own power means to us what our own desires mean to us um i heard um what's his name adam allen bass said this once and i truly believe this that when you come to a reader you know an astrologer a tarot reader and you say like you know what's going to happen in my life or will this happen or is this a good job for me right and i always say like ask the question as as you ask it but those are ultimately how long is the piece of string questions you know what is that you think about that you know what will happen i don't know what are you about to do with this situation or is this the right job for me i don't know you know what do you want out of a job and and it's our job this is what he said he didn't say that part but he said this he said it's his job as an astrologer and i believe this as a reader as well to help you to explore your relationship with your desire a desire isn't just a wish list it's a statement of who we're willing to become what we're willing to undertake to achieve that thing that, that because if you were the person that you needed to be to have that that job that relationship that career that amount of money you'd have it right now so we are it's stepping into these flames of transformation as it were um a, a death and rebirth cycle that happens to be able to realize our wishes our dreams our our potential even right oh why was i picking up that deck right let's see what death says I mean you two of cups the lovers so part of the relationships come up key oh look at this wow bloody hell so you got death two of cups the lovers king of cups if those of you that are single and looking for a relationship um if your focus is on career and work there could be a happy detour with the relationship i just want to say that but also know this like even if you know that's not something that you're looking for or you're already in a happy relationship who you are at work and who you are at home they may seem like two very different things they may seem like two very different things but i want you to consider this if you're struggling in one area of life temperance says this as well temperance says it that what do i mean what am i trying to say here 
I said this to someone actually, but I think they were the, an opposite, the opposite sign to you. Which, say for example, you know, you can't find a job, right? That's one of the things that you're looking for. You, you can't find a job. And especially one that suits your needs or suits your skill set or whatever. And I always say, pause for a moment, just pause for a moment. Who are you in your relationships? And, you know, there's always like a double take moment of like, what's that got to do with my work? What's that got to do with anything? And it's like, it has everything to do with that because they are connected. Temperance says that as well. And they could be answers from your relationship. Like it's, you know, for example, if you're selling yourself short in the, the job market of, you know, just whatever it takes, whatever it takes to make money, I will do it. Do you show, do you do that in relationships? Now, I know a lot of people that wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. They're like, no, I'm, I know my worth. And it's like, well, do you know your worth when you're applying for jobs? And it's, that's temperance encourages us to do that, to say, well, look, look at the two, you know, they don't have to be the same, right? They don't have, you're obviously looking for different things in your love life, hopefully, than you are from a job. But by comparing the two, you can see something like, oh, okay, I, I can see that. I don't put up with that at work. So why would I put up with that in a relationship or vice versa? So you've got double Scorpio energy coming up. You've got the two of cups coming up. You've got the lovers coming up. So a lot of this is letting your heart pick. The lovers is about that. Two of cups is how we relate to other people. But our own kind of emotional intelligence that comes up for you. You know, that is such a broad because it's death, there's a transformation, but a transformation in what? In how you connect with others, in how you communicate with others, in how you communicate with yourself and in how you show up. The King of Cups is very caring and nurturing and loving, but all of his emotions are, um, what am I going to say here? All of his emotions are something are, are, are equally beneficial to him. Like he, he doesn't want, he's not addicted to any specific emotion to feel a certain way. Like you, I just wanted to pull one more for that. Princess Swords. Beginner's mindset to everything. Look at your life with fresh eyes. And, but how do we do that? That's an easy thing to say. It's So when you wake up and you look at your partner across the coffee table or breakfast table, whatever, just like, who are they? Like really take them in. Look at them with fresh eyes. That would be this as well, pleasure, right? Who have that, who's that person become? When's the last time you really looked at them? Do they look tired? Have they lost weight? Have they put on a little bit of weight? Do they look like they slept well, didn't sleep well? Are, are they, you know, um, brows furrowed? What are they thinking about? What are they worried about? Like that kind of way of engaging with life. And you can do it with the people that you have in your life. But, you know, also you can do that with your job. Like you might be so used to doing your job. It's what I call six months ago. It's not being in the present moment. It's that you're showing up in your present moment from where you were thinking it six months ago. So six months ago, you liked it. Six months ago, you knew everything about that job. Six months ago, it was whatever. Is that still how you feel? Now, you got with the advice, you got the Queen of Wands. And the Queen of Wands, she is affected, like, you know, she she's inspired by her environment. And if you've been feeling lackluster or you haven't been feeling that, f I mean, where's the fire cards, right? Coming up in that top row, none. Or you've got temperance, but even temperance is moderation, peace. So how do we use this? You don't have 
In fact, you didn't get a single fire card anywhere else. Anywhere. Yeah, not a single one. She's the only one. You are the fire. What inspires you about where you are? Because you're the one that's going to have to create it. Or have the courage to go forward with it. Bloody hell. So if, I'm going to use a Capricorn word because it came up in their reading and I'll keep using it now. Lackluster. If you're feeling lackluster, I mean, what happened? You were Sir Galahad last season, right? That, And I get that. That Sagittarian fire. Maybe that's where the Nine of Cups and the Star come from. But then all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, it's it feels damp, right? This reading. There's no fire here. Um, and all you've got is like damp twigs and stuff to grow, the, to, to start the fire as well. So there is that sense that comes up from this. But remember, like Mercury is going from Capricorn, your 10th house, back into your 9th. So it could be like, what did I overlook? Or, okay, yeah, I got excited. But, you know, so that temperance comes up. Any happy detours, happy accidents, keeping up. Well, look at, yeah. listen to what I was saying. Happy, any happy detours, any happy accidents. The Wheel of Fortune is all about that life. Baited things can can step up. Knight of Cups. So you want to be present with how you feel. You want to... I mean, imagine... I mean, look at that. Stop and smell the roses. She's sitting in a lotus flower playing a heart harp. Um, see how you feel. Because there is... If you're, if you're feeling uninspired or not creative that loaf of bread the smell of it or you know the the taste of something like you know it feels at that level you get inspired and then it's we we, we it's, it's it's reminding you that you're the queen of wands i don't know why i sound like porky pig in this reading like you go but but it's that you are the one that is inspired it's not that things aren't inspiring. If we're looking at how do I feel inspired? Like, how am I taking all of this in? Because the strength card is all about your desire within. So it's reflecting this. This feels very... Hey, I'll put it this way. And I always do it when... We'll do it because the Queen of Wands is there. So, you know, um, and it's, it's a cliche, and I don't know if they still do it. I don't even know if these competitions still exist. But I remember when I was a kid... And, you know, the Miss Worlds, you know, the beauty pageants. They always asked them what they wanted and they always wanted world peace, right? And that's beautiful. Nine of Cups star, amazing. Yeah, I want world peace. I want, you know, to live in a sustainable, environmentally friendly world. You know, these kind of wonderfully big things. But when it comes to, like, you know, doing it or getting started on it, it can be too big. So, you know, if you said to me, okay, you know, Jay, I want world peace. And I said, all right, cool, I'll finance that. We're going to do, what should we do first? Where the hell do you start? You start where you're inspired to start. And so with the Queen of Wands, it could be that, you know, oh, our local um, community centre, I noticed that, you know, everyone was bundled up, bundled up in jumpers or whatever. So we could have a fundraiser to get the the building fixed, make it draft proof or have heating put in it or whatever, right? That inspires you. But you'd have to stop and look around at your neighbourhood for that. What is needed in my neighbourhood? What is inspired within me? How do I feel? 
going through this. It's right there. That's the feeling of this is this right there. Whether it's a relationship that you're looking for, a career or whatever. But it's but we want to be mindful at every step that we take. That's the crucial part of this. There's something really profound that comes out of this. I mean, you don't get the Queen of Wands, the Knight of Cups with the Wheel of Fortune and Strength. Without, it feels like there's something right under your nose. But we want that inquisitive nature of the Page of Swords who understands, like, okay, I have an idea of, about what a wish is or how it would feel or what the future would look like. And here then it could be, even if this is a career thing, like people to help with that. But first you must be inspired before you can bring other people in on this, right? Anyway, there's your reading Aries. Let me know how you get on with it. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. Before you go, lovely people, I just wanted to share a few words and a few thoughts. As you guys heard at the beginning of this reading, I did include a quote spoken by David Bowie, actually. Um, I used his actual voice. I was I read it out and I thought, mm, it just doesn't have the same punchiness when I say it. So I found a clip of him actually saying it and used the audio of David Bowie. Beautiful quote. And I think it's so true. And the reason I wanted to share it, he is a Capricorn son, by the way. So that was one of the reasons that I wanted to share his quote. If you think about it, it speaks to creativity and the work that we do. But it can be about life as well, right? How we live our lives. And if you feel safe in any area of your life, right? then yes, enjoy it, but know that you're on the precipice of it becoming a comfort zone, of it coming to the end of your growth. And I don't think that's because, you know, we have to be continually growing and moving. I just think we're not built to be stagnant. We're not built to just be one way. When we find life difficult, when we find, you know, it lackluster, to use a word that came up in the Capricorn reading, without any kind of pizzazz, without kind of any anything. It's like, why am I here? What am I doing? You know, okay, I've got this. Okay, I've got that. It's because we feel safe. And if you haven't been feeling safe, you know, let's just speak there, then by what David Bowie says, you're in the right place to do something exciting. Now, I used to say something very similar to this for a long time. And that was, be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. You're exactly where you need to be to take that next step and I do firmly believe that I know it hasn't been an easy year for very many people and there are certain themes that have kept coming up in, and I've spoken to a lot of people in the closing out of this year I've heard all sorts of things about this year it's been a horrible year it's been a tough year what the hell was this year I've heard all of it a lot of people who feel very stuck or not sure about the next steps or what they'll be doing next now I know obviously that's not everyone and I'm referring to people that have booked readings with me or who talk to me who who would, you know, just want to share where they are. But whatever this year was for you, whatever it was for you, I hope that you can see that it gave you something, a gift maybe even, a gift that, you know, you found in yourself and your ability to endure, thrive, survive, you know, whatever this year brought to you, a gift that you can use to create something new, you know, not just in this new year but in the years to come a vision of a future of what is possible something that is born out of even the deepest regrets or the greatest happiness that you've had you know we've all had different kinds of years and dealt with them in very different ways I will be doing a talk I, I really want to do a talk on 
you know, the kind of just my own stuff for this year and what I see for the coming year. You know, one of the big themes, I'll just share it here, is there is a lot of air energy next year. We've got Pluto moving into Aquarius. We have got Jupiter moving into Gemini. And of course, that south node is in Libra. Remember that air signs are the signs of relationships. So whatever it is that has gone on with each and every single one of us or whatever it is that we're going to go forward and become, please know that a part of this is that we are doing it together with each other, through each other, whatever it is, right? If there's an obstacle in your way, if you have felt stuck, if you have a plan that you're waiting to enact, know that we will do it together. I I firmly believe that. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. I mean, part of my own spiritual practice has been not just to serve, not just to support, not just to give. I know both the, the light and the shadow of those actions, even though it sounds really great on the, on the surface, I know I've worked through and seen the light and the shadow in myself of those kinds of practices. But it is also to allow others to support and give to me. And that is a spiritual practice. And I see it as a spiritual practice. And it's very humbling. And I knock up against my ego a lot because it makes me feel vulnerable. But it's something that I've been doing for a couple of years. And, you know, I've been revisiting it a lot, seeing the Three of Pentacles come up as much as it does. Because part of the Three of Pentacles, which is a Capricorn card, it is Mars in Capricorn. Remember, Mars will be entering Capricorn in the first week of the new year. We build it strong together. And I do believe that we are each other's greatest resources in some ways. But why I bring that up is to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who enters into that relationship with me. Whether it's because, you know, I create what I create, I I put out these messages and you enter into the relationship of viewing that, of taking it in, of listening to what I have to say. Whether you agree with me or not, that's not even the point of it, it's that you engage with it. For those who share of their own lives, who leave comments and say what's going on with them, how they're feeling, especially when it's said from an I statement, it has never, ever been easier than now just to sit back and to be an observer or to just put yourself in the role of the critic who shoots down other people's creations or ideas or opinions and so I have profound respect and love for those people who share of themselves who say what's going on with them and share their ideas and feelings you know you see a lot of these videos where they talk about today's video was sponsored by well all of my videos that's everything that I do as a queer and insight It is sponsored by and made possible by those people who send donations to support the work that I do. And I'm grateful to you guys every single day. I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for enabling me to do the work that I do. We're all very different. I know there's some people that will be celebrating this time of year. For others, it's, you know, just another month. It's it's nothing big. But for those of you that are celebrating, I wish you a wonderful festive season. No matter how this year closes out, at the very least, I wish for all of us the hope and the faith that next year will not be like this year. Just because it's been this way forever doesn't mean it will. And whether that's like the best of times or the worst of times, right? Change is upon us. Change is inevitable. Happy New Year, lovely people. Happy New Year. I will be doing a talk, so look out for that. But for now, I just want to say I love you guys very much. Thank you for being here with me this year. I'll see you on the flip side.